1: You guys, we are so excited to really be inviting on to our little Overshare show, somewhat of a podcasting icon and legend when it comes to relationships. Today, our guest is Lindsay Metzlar. We're going to talk about risk rejection
2: stories. We got back together and then he broke up with me again. So like oh I should have gosh. known this was going to happen. Twice?
1: Um, twice. What's up, friends? Welcome back to another episode of Overshare I'm Jocelyn here with my girl, Lily. And if you're watching on video, you can see her sweet pup, Max, my nephew. He's he's feeling neglected. He wanted to be involved. Oh my gosh. Literally, he's just a growing boy. He's getting so big. Also, this is a podcast. Hello, as hopefully you guys know. So if you're new here, if you haven't subscribed, please do that. Please give us a little uh, review. That's super helpful. A positive one. Please rate us five stars. We would so appreciate it. And um, also, this is a YouTube video. So if you're listening to this as a podcast, just know that next week, this will be on our YouTube channel. So many options. Um, Lil, are you ready to jump in or what? I think we should jump in. So, over it. What she said. Okay, Lil, what are you over this week? You go first. Okay, I'll go first. This is something very timely. So, on the day we're recording this episode, it is July 30th, and today... This morning, we were greeted by not just one, but two earthquakes. And I've just, you know, like Lily and I both, California kids, I have grown up around earthquakes. I remember the big Northridge earthquake like it was yesterday. But here's my bone to pick with earthquakes, okay? What bone do you have to pick, I have a massive gear to grind with this specific natural disaster. Now, not with all natural disasters, but with some, you, you, can, get a little, you can get a little warning. <laughs> Earthquakes, first off, there's no warning ever. And secondly, um, always in the middle of the night. Always when you're asleep, never during the day. And I'm sick of it. I'm over it. I don't want anymore. What time did it happen? 4.30 a.m. So I didn't go to sleep until like 3. Um. So I didn't wake up. Really? It was like definitely probably a lot bigger for you where you live than it was for me. Which I I agree. And literally
3: you would, I think I'm most impressed, one, that none of the things fell off because I was sleeping mm-hmm. on my couch. None of these fell off and the shelves themselves didn't fall off, which
1: means that I put them up pretty securely, which is... Impressive. Shocking, actually. actually. Um, no, but I saw I saw a girl in Beverly Hills post that like all her stuff fell off her shelves and was like shattered. That I literally woke up and like went on Twitter and I was like, what do you
3: mean? And then I like looked around. It was like, my bomb's okay. The shelves are still up. <laughs> uh Max
1: seems fine. I don't know. Yeah, we had two, and then we had another one like a little bit later, but it was like significantly smaller. And I was awake for that one, didn't feel it. And I'm curious. What's your opinion, okay, on the concept of foreshocks? Like, not aftershocks, but pre-shocks. They're called, Those. I think they're called <laughs> foreshocks.
3: Oh, I've never heard So, that. like,
1: where uh, there there is a bunch of little earthquakes are supposed to signal a bigger one. Is that actually, you think, true or just, like, fake tea? Not, are you referring to, like, in the same day? Yeah. Oh. Uh... Or in I general, don't, I
3: don't know. Because I know in general when it's, like, a bunch of, like, medium-sized ones over the course of a few years, like, that's why they keep saying the big one is coming. Because they say it's almost like a pressure cooker that, like, eventually it's, like, going to just...
1: But that would probably just be the end of the world,
3: don't you think? I don't know. Like, and what was... So, I also slept through the Northridge earthquake. That's um, crazy, Lil. I'm a heavy sleeper, I guess. But, uh... Yeah, literally, I, my parents had to like run into the room and like get me. I remember we all like stood in the middle of the street in the neighborhood afterwards. But um, I don't remember ever growing up thinking the earthquakes were like terrifying because I don't feel like I ever actually felt one that was that bad. It would just be like, what was that? The last couple years, there have been some that I, one, I was in the bathroom. I'd just gone out of the shower and it literally felt like I was sliding around. It felt like I was on a boat that it was like, oh my God, why is the whole, like everything was just moving like crazy. And then, um, a time my old apartment, which that building was real old. I swear I was just like editing in silence, just in my living room. And I had my coffee table like pulled up. So it was like, everything just started like wobbling back and forth and it felt like it lasted like. Thirty seconds, and I had never felt anything like
1: that. Was this one of the Rolly ones or one of the Rumbly ones? This was more of like one quick jolt, and then kind of shook out from there. So they were both very short, and also like the What'd first you guys one was. Do? So we were asleep for the first one, and it was like a four point five. So you could feel it, but we just it was it was quick. So like I wait to see like how long it's going and and if it's getting stronger because like the Northridge earthquake, for example. I can't believe you slept through that because that earthquake was huge and it was going for a really long, long, long time. And like my parents have a pool. Literally, you could see uh-huh. massive waves coming out of the pool. Like, because that's what it kind of creates. Well, now that's and I feel like the even the water's empty. Uh like the a cu- either
3: sometime in the last two years there was one that a lot of people uploaded pool footage and it was like tons of sloshing around. And that was the I think the first time that I ever felt actually scared because those ones last so long. That you're like, is it getting stronger? Oh my god, what do
1: I do? I do you have an emergency kit? Oh my gosh. Well, I always keep earthquake shoes, which are like an old pair of tennis shoes. I keep them in my car. Chris is like, what are no, the no, old? no, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. I- you you don't have earthquake shoes? <laughs> <laughs> Lily, your mom. Wants I you to have, earthquake shoes. have an
3: emergency kit with like you know water, a solar oh. charger, and things that would actually come
1: in handy. Why would you not have? What is, what's wrong with your normal shoes? Well, what if I don't have on shoes? What if I have on like a chic slide? That's not good in an earthquake. What if I have on like a kitten heel? That's not good in an earthquake. Are your shoes like really hard to access? Where are your earthquake shoes stored? Well, I have my earthquake, uh, I have one pair of earthquake shoes stored in the trunk of my car. Because what if you're on the road and you're wearing like a nice boot or something and you need your earthquake shoes? I always keep an old pair of tennis shoes in the trunk of my car, for an earthquake, but you make a good point. I have nothing else. <laughs> My sister, um,
3: as you would imagine,
1: is very
3: passionate about- uh, Earthquake kits. Uh, emergency safety and uh, forced me to get a bunch of stuff. I don't even know what's in it. Uh, we we tested emergency stuff uh, in that episode on Shared that time. We sure did. Um, what are you over, Lil? Um, i'm like sorry i kind of just <laughs> went on to yours um i feel like i've been over similar things in the past but why are clorox wipes still not available anywhere literally lisa has given me like one from her personal staff that she has but then also i think she actually even a couple days ago found me when she like went to target and it, they just restocked but we have gone in the morning we've gone at night we've gone different days they never
1: have them anywhere. It's because CBS, Walgreens, Target, Walmart, Ralphs. So Clorox wipes are like one of the main things that I heard we're not even gonna be able to get until next month at all because of some sort of shipping issue because they're all coming uh. from China.
3: Uh, so see, and that makes they a were lot more out. sense. I thought yeah. people
1: were just like still buying into no, them, and no.
3: I'm like, I just need to clean my counters and stuff. And I know I could use other stuff, but I just love Clorox wipes. I know.
1: I know. And I was even I had a few and like containers and I sent them to my friends on the East Coast because they obviously like can't even really go outside. I guess it's gotten a lot better. Covid has in New York, but like they have kids and stuff. And so I sent them Clorox wipes because they're just like. It's so dirty and we don't know what to do.
3: It's insane how I'm also over the fact that it feels like so much time is passing, but also it's going so slow.
1: I saw someone post something that was like, I can't tell if it's October or Thursday or 8 p.m. Are they different?
3: No. Time time is just a construct.
1: Oh my gosh. Well, at least we have each other and at least we have this show and I'm excited to meet our guests today. I know. Shall we bring her in? Let's do it. You guys, we are so excited to really be inviting onto our little overshare show, somewhat of a podcasting icon and legend when it comes to relationships. Today, our guest is Lindsay Metzalar. Metz- Metzalar. I said it correctly, right? Yeah, you crushed okay. it. Great. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> She is the host of We Met at Acme. And I'm just going to like right up front tell you this. So Lily and I are both from LA. And I thought Acme was a comedy club. So like, I assume, which it is a comedy club, I think, in like Chicago or something, mm, right? Mm-hmm. So Maybe. I was like, oh, she's a comedian. Like, I had no idea what Acme even was. I had to do some deep diving. So like, what is Acme?
2: Well, first of all, I appreciate that. And there are moments where I like to think that I'm a comedian as well. So I'm glad that we both think that. <laughs> um, but Acme is actually a bar in the city. And it's like kind of like one of those. Um, I don't know if I'd call it a speakeasy, but it's Ooh. in the basement of a restaurant. So you have to like know the bouncer. To oh, get in. that's fun. I, I feel like
3: is, is it something that's been there also for a very, very long time?
2: forever yeah and like forever. it's
3: not going anywhere anytime soon
2: I mean it, it is right now it doesn't exist sadly well, I mean but th- hopefully if the world <laughs> comes back to normal it, it will live on
3: figures crossed I don't feel like LA has any like staple places that you could even make a podcast
1: because it would be closed like a year later
2: yeah, like we met at Delilah.
1: Yes. You know what? I was trying to think and I was like, we met at Bungalow. I was like, I just feel like such a douchebag even saying that out loud. Like, yeah. I can't do it, you know? Yeah,
2: it's it's difficult.
3: I was going so what's the vibe there? Explain, like, if you've never been there before, what do you expect?
2: So the vibes have changed throughout the years, but the vibe at its peak is mm-hmm. like, all different kinds of people we've got like the bros like the finance bros we've got like the downtown hipsters we've got like the fun um like music buffs you know it's like it's like a mix of like everyone that you could find in the city like the poets like I don't know everyone comes out to play at Acme it's like (laughs) really a melting pot. Um, And that's why it's so fun. And that's why there are high chances that you meet at Acme.
1: Yeah. Have you ever actually met anyone you dated at Acme?
2: I did. And it was post podcast release. And so But for some weird warped reason, he thinks that I named the podcast because I met him at Acme. It was a guy I went on like three dates with. And now that's his shtick when he goes on dates. He's like, you know, the podcast we met at Acme. He's like, yeah, that was named after me. Does
3: that work for him?
2: It honestly does. Like a few different girls have messaged me and they've been like, hey, I met the guy you named the podcast after. And I'm like, oh, he needs to stop doing this, you know?
1: Delta Bravo. But you're you're currently thriving in a new relationship in quarantine in a gorgeous location. Um so major props to you on all of those Thank things. You. But like I didn't want to introduce my parents to my boyfriend who's now my husband like ever. I was like can they just meet on the wedding day, you know? So like how did you just rip the band-aid so early? Cuz mm. I find that to be very impressive.
2: So it actually wasn't my choice. My parents are like very Jewish and overbearing. So they would like FaceTime me every night. And I was quarantined with my boyfriend and we were in New York City at the time. And I mean, how, I couldn't really hide him every night when they were FaceTiming. So <laughs> I, I was just like, OK, you know, you can meet virtually. And then, um, you know, Again, like overbearing. So my parents were like, come be with us, like come be with us, like get tested and come be with us. And, you know, I knew that it was too soon. But then a few months had passed and I was like, "Okay, well, now we've been dating like four months, which is still too soon. But let's go live with my parents.
3: What also it's like, and um, it doesn't seem like the quarantine is really changing.
1: Right. So like, might we as well really just settle be, in.
2: <laughs> yeah, like do we want to be in my small apartment in the city or do we want to crash my parents? Mm, I mean,
1: I want to be at your parents' house, honestly. After <laughs> seeing some of the photos on your Instagram, it looks fantastic. <laughs> honestly, anyone that I've seen staying at their parents'
3: house, especially in California too, they're all like just hanging out at the pool and like their parents are cooking mm-hmm. them dinner. And I'm like, I'm getting takeout every day and I have no pool. What I I want that.
2: Yeah, well, that's the one sacrifice I've made is I do all the cooking and like the cleaning, like all of that stuff. Like my parents, it was like an unspoken thing. It was like the (laughs) second I got here, I became like the head of the household and they so they could just like lay back and relax, which is fine. I'll take it.
1: It's like the opposite of back home ballers.
3: We're going to talk about worst rejection stories. Um, I'm going to go last just to prevent anyone that might be listening from hearing it because I hope that they're not (laughs) going to be. But Jocelyn,
1: would you like to kick us off? Yeah, sure. So um, I always say like, you know, and you have a relationship podcast. I feel like you're way more of an expert because you're like diving into these topics so much more and have like so much more perspective on them. But I always tell people like all of your relationships have to typically be a failure until you find one person that you want to be with for a while or forever, right? Like failure is like, it's going to happen literally all the time. That's just the way that it works. So yeah. that's what I tell myself when I think about my um, dating history. I did not get married till I was 37, which, you know, I feel like people need to hear more often that you're not like finding someone to marry a- as a senior in college and everything is perfect. Um, but my story is specifically from college. So when I was, I want to say a junior in college, I moved to Washington, D.C. to do an internship. And I had just broken up with a very long-term boyfriend that I was with for like way too long, starting in high school and through college. He was the sweetest guy, but I was the worst girlfriend. Like I had absolutely no business being in a long-term relationship. I paid no attention to him. I never talked to him. I was just like waiting for something to happen so that it could be over and I wouldn't be responsible for it which it did, which was great. So then cut to, I go off on this adventure in Washington, D.C., and I'm like, at that point in my life, I was really big into like having people take me seriously. I used to like go to bars in D.C. and like wear fake glasses so people would think I was more sophisticated and serious. Like in D.C., I feel like the culture, have you spent any time there, Lindsay?
2: I have actually, but not enough.
1: Okay, so coming from L.A., which, you know, Lily and I are both L.A. natives, um, I'm used to like a totally different vibe in L.A. where, you know, people are not talking about like what's happening on C-SPAN. No one probably even knows like who the vice president is. This is like many years ago, like 20 years ago. So um, take that with a grain of salt. But so I moved to D.C. and I'm surrounded by all of these like young people with political ambitions. They were all like very smart and very different from what I was accustomed to in Orange County, which is where I was going to college. So I met this guy who lived down the hall from me. And I could just picture him right now. He looked like a young Matthew McConaughey. And he was just really cool and super hot. And I had just gotten out of a long-term relationship. And even though I was young and should have been dating a lot, like so awkward, no idea how to date, no idea what to do. um, And he lived down the hall from me next to the trash chute. So I decided like, OK, I'm just always going to be in charge of taking out the trash inside of this tiny apartment that I live in. And I, I mean, girls, I would take out the trash like seven times a day just with like the hopes of possibly running into him because like that's where I was at. It was very pathetic. So cut to there was one night that it started snowing and all these California kids that I lived with were like, oh, my gosh, freaking out. Like they had never seen snow. So what do they proceed to do? Myself included. Everyone just got super wasted. And we're just like making snow angels for the first time in the streets of DuPont Circle and just like acting like total idiots. Right. And then somehow I found myself alone with this guy. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited. It's finally something's going to happen. And this is when he says to me, he's like, oh, Jaws, I think you're so great. Like, I think I was even like going in for a kiss, by the way, which this is like oh, 20 years ago. Making which the is, move. Which uh, honestly is so off brand for me. Like, I am just like always letting the guy make the first move. That's kind of like a mantra of mine. Like, I'm super non traditional in most back- aspects of my life, but with relationships, I just like whatever those traditional dynamics are. Um, so, this was very off brand for me. I was like, I am like a young, free woman. I'm going to make the first move. And then he goes, Jaws, I just love hanging out with you so much. I just, I just love you so much. Just like I feel like you're my sister. And I was Mm. like, oh my gosh, truly Mm. never in my life. And it wasn't even like the worst rejection. It could have been worse. But however, I think the use of those words specifically, like, and now I think about like, guys, I've probably done that too. Like, Mm. You're like a brother to me. Like, I love you like a brother. I I don't feel like guys do that to girls very often. That's very much like a movie line. I feel like... such
2: a movie line.
1: It was... Yeah, I felt like I was living in a movie. And honestly, it's been 20 years. And I'm happily married. And I'm still not over it. I'm still angry. I still want to know what the F he meant. Um, I mean, I used to see him, like all the time after that because he was my neighbor and I have truly never been more mortified in my life I think like now thinking about it say, telling someone that you like them like a sibling is the worst, the worst thing to the be worst extreme dig. yeah the is worst. it though or you think?
2: because here's the here's my thought like you didn't he didn't really know you in an intimate way yeah like you weren't Right, like you were no, nothing had happened up. at all. No, so like I feel like it hurts more when you're hooking up and dating and having sex and then they reject you, as opposed <gasps> to true. them, you know, as opposed if they to they just them like just cut just it saying, off in the beginning. <laughs> like I don't, I don't even want to walk down this road. Like, what if he, he maybe if he did walk down that road, he would be obsessed with you, but he didn't know that because he didn't give it a chance. You know,
1: that is so kind of you to say, Lindsay. Thank you it's so true. much. No, but, um, and also
2: rejection
3: up front guys will always change their minds. I feel like girls are a little more set in their ways, but like every guy that I've ever liked, even if they didn't like me up front, I feel like years later when it's like irrelevant and then I don't care anymore. Then they come crawling back.
2: Always, Always guys always come back. Also, before we keep going, I have to ask you guys, when are your birthdays? Cause I'm super into astrology over there on my podcast
1: okay wait can you so we've only known each other now for like 15 minutes do you feel like you could guess our signs Oh, I could try Um, I feel like or is that a bad is that taboo
2: no I could try but you have to work with me here okay I have okay, one question okay. what was the weather like in New York City when you were born
1: Um, like gosh. should we google it
2: no like <laughs> no, just think guess. about the time of year and realize that the seasons oh I thought you
3: meant
1: like literally like what was the <laughs> no time of year. I don't know
2: Was it Uh, cold? Was it hot? Was it breezy? Transitional.
1: Transitional for me. Transitional moment.
2: Okay. 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 Can I get get three guesses for both? Of course. Yes. Okay. Jocelyn, we'll start with you. Um, My first guess, and by the way, I could be completely off because I'm not an astrologer. I just think it's fun. Um,
1: I'm curious.
2: Could you be an Aries, Jocelyn?
1: I could, but I'm not, okay. I don't, and but by I, the way, I don't know anything about astrology. So that's why I'm like, I love all of this.
2: Okay. Well, transitional, I I'm thinking spring vibes, but maybe yes. I'm not, I'm wrong. Yes. Okay. You're right. Could you're you be Taurus? Right. I am. Indeed. I knew it. See, okay. It took me two. It took me two, but I got there. Um, okay. Lily, I feel, I'm feeling like a, uh, a summer into fall energy, but I could be totally wrong. I'm gonna go with, um, with maybe Libra.
3: I've been, no, um, like, eh, but, um, I've been told that I don't necessarily come across as my sign.
2: Okay. Okay. We're going, so we're transitional. I guess you could be spring too, but you guys being the same. Okay. Oh, you are an Aries. Yes. (laughs) I knew it. See, I knew there was some Aries Second in there. Second guess on both. That's good. There was Aries in there.
3: In so the I in the So air. what's
2: funny about you, Lily, is that I actually guessed the opposite of what you are. Not just different, but the opposite sign. Dun,
3: dun, dun. Well, that's my friend, Jesse was like, you're not an Aries, and she started freaking out. And then she looked up and one of my, I don't know anything about astrology either, but she looked up my moons, question mark. Yeah. And, um, I had something Taurus related there and she was like, that makes a little more sense.
1: Yeah, that's fair. "Mm -hmm." That's fair. I think Um, that for your next podcast, you should do something strictly focused on like signs horoscope because all the episodes I've listened to of your show, like you're so passionate and good at talking about it.
2: Thank you. I've had a lot of astrologers come on the podcast. Um, I mean that Absolutely. parlay's into
1: relationships so well, so it would make sense,
2: right? I'll send you those episodes. I feel like you would like them. Perfect.
1: So wait, no. What do our signs? What like? What does that mean about um, us? Do you know? It,
2: you yeah, you are quite different um, in in your sun signs. I, I guess, Lily, if you're a Taurus Moon, you do have a lot of similarities with Jocelyn. But um, Aries are Aries tend to be very headstrong. Like they act and then they think. Um, and, uh, they're you know, this is, again, this is just the sun sign. So like, this isn't the rest of your chart. I would have to know it, but, um, I freak out tend to be like very <laughs> loyal to their friends and like, um, just they don't like weak people. Like they're just like, they're more on the intense side. Taurus like love beauty and nice things and, um, everything. Like, <laughs> feeling secure and like their friends from when they were two and like that kind of vibe and like eating good food and sleeping a lot like yeah just that varied. sounds great that
1: mm-hmm. sounds great pretty accurately discussing. I'm here for all of that yeah. um what's what you're
2: more like moving fast a lot
3: I feel like my brain is moving fast and my body is not
2: mm-hmm <laughs> I'm actually a Libra. I think that's what you were going to ask. Yeah.
1: So, so wait, so is that happening? Your birthday must be soon, right? Is it? No, Leo's. September. Season. It's Leo's. We're um, in Leo
2: now, then Virgo, then Rome. Okay.
1: So what, tell us a little bit about like what your sign means. This is also interesting means, to me. Yeah.
2: It just means like it's, it's the scales. So it's supposed to be like balanced, but ironically, like many Libras are not super balanced. Um, the rest of my chart is earth. So similar to you, Lily, I don't come off like my sign at all. Interesting.
3: See, I feel like I'm I'm like I'm not into astrology, but then when I do look stuff up, I'm like,
2: oh, like that's mm-hmm. actually really <laughs> <laughs> accurate.
3: <laughs> so I always am curious to look into it more, but then I feel like it's just going to turn into a deep dive that I never get out of.
2: It's um, true. But what's your rejection story? This one is the most annoying one for sure. Um, I was dating this guy who was a complete douchebag. And like I knew it going into it, you know? Um did and did he have a
3: douchey name?
2: Yes. Like super names.
3: Like, <laughs> like you should you felt like afterwards like I should have known.
2: Yeah. I mean there were tons of red flags. Like there were like red flags dancing around me at all times. But I dated him anyway because like the sex was good and he was tall. And um <laughs> It like it went on for clearly too long. Like he had like broken up with me and then got and then asked me to get back together with him. Like that was like I wouldn't even call that a red flag. That was like a clear sign. You know, we got back together and then he broke up with me again. So like I should have known this was going to happen twice. 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 But the second time, in between the first and the second time, we had gotten, like, much closer. So, um, like, like, hanging with each other's families, he invited me to, like, go visit his family. We had to, like, take a plane to get there. So it was, like, a whole thing. And um, And then after, like, you know, I had no idea that he was going to break up with me. I legitimately thought I was doing him a favor by dating him. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he... On my birthday. Stop. Shut up. Mm-hmm. No way. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. like it yep. just,
0: Why? Why? He takes
2: me for a walk. No, no. And I legitimately thought that he was like getting me something absurd and we had to like go to Hermes otherwise we wouldn't be able to pick it up. <laughs> and he, not actually Hermes, like never. But uh, yeah, he broke up with me and I was like so confused and then I had all of these friends coming over for my birthday and I had to like come up with like, they were like, where's douchey name? And I was like, oh, I broke up with him. Like, I don't even know what I said. And I, I was like, I'll return to this later, but I don't want anyone to be, like, sad on my birthday for me, you know? So were I was like, oh, we sad? just like, we decided to break up. No, no. because You were just, I, like, annoyed. <laughs> I was just, like, in such shock. Like, you know, when you just don't have emotions other than shock. I was just shocked.
3: Well, and if you were giving him the benefit of the doubt and then he ends it, you're like, what the fuck?
2: <laughs> right. It's like I created you.
1: I mean, honestly, just <gasps> to clarify, like he was like majorly blessed up to be dating you, obviously. For but like sure. d- did you ever discover like why he chose your birthday? Like why not wait till the next day? Like what is what who does that? That's like horrifying.
2: Someone that is a piece of shit that you knew was a piece of shit, but you dated anyway. So it's no one's fault but your own, I guess. Oh
1: my god! That
3: just—I don't understand the logic there. Because like, just wait one more day. Yeah.
2: Like, just, just one more day. One more.
1: Just a few more hours. Unless more they hours. don't want to get you a gift, which is truly low. Like, yeah. I've heard well, of, that's
2: probably what it was.
1: I've heard that happens a lot during then do like, it the, the day before like I I just feel like lack of planning on so many different levels right also question how close was this to like when he took you to meet his family it was probably
2: hmm, let's see it was I would say three weeks after that maybe two and a half and I also attribute that to it because I'm like Maybe he just like, it got like too serious too soon, but also he's trash. So like, it doesn't really matter. what No, doing.
1: no excuse for the timing. Do you None. keep, do you keep um friends, like friendships with any of your exes?
2: None. No. Yeah. Same. I did like, I've, I've done the, like, let's be friends for like a little bit, but like, no, I mean also when like you're in a good relationship, like there's just, there's literally no, like you just realize how much all your exes suck. And you're like, there's no reason for me to talk to any of them, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm always, like, super perplexed but, like, curious by – I have a lot of friends who are, like, inviting their, like, exes to their weddings. I'm like, I Mm. don't – I don't get it. I don't understand. I I don't know if it's a reflection on me. There could be certain scenarios, though, where it's,
3: like – especially if they've been, like, together for a really long time and they have so many mutual friends and there's overlap that it feels, like – I don't.
2: Know. I, I don't think I would want to go to my ex's wedding, but no, I, I It would Lily. be nice. <laughs> there are some exceptions, like for example, my high school boyfriend. His so my, one of my good friends and his best friend are dating. Okay, so in bigger scenarios, we're yeah. hanging out, and like, I could invite him to my wedding. I probably won't, but I could, and it wouldn't be weird. But like, that's only because of them dating it has nothing exactly. to do with us.
3: Totally. Like other um, people are keeping them in association.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Lil, I feel like it's your mm. turn to share this story. By the way, Lindsay, I was um like a witness to this whole situation that happened.
0: Ooh. And I'm just going to
1: I don't want to take away from your shining moment, but this one is really good. I'm so basically it was two years ago now, two years ago
3: at um Coachella. And I'm there uh, with Joss and one other friend. And they both, like, one of them was getting food. One's in the porta potty. So I'm sitting on the ground, really drunk. And I'm, like, on my phone or something. And this guy comes over and he's like, Hey, you look really fun, but lonely. And I'm like, I swear I have friends. Like, <laughs> they're coming. <laughs> and then um he decides to, like, stay and hang out and start talking to us. Jocelyn takes one for the team and starts talking to his
2: just
3: completely friend. plastered friend. <laughs> and
1: Dawson's like, "Um, I'm in a serious way. I th- feel like you were engaged at the time. Probably. I don't know if I was, but I was still like, also the guy I was talking to, I was like, what? 35 or something. And I think he was like 23. And you know when people start throwing out like cultural references, like, oh my gosh, I loved growing up when I was listening to X, Y, and Z song. And you're like, "Um, I was definitely 27 when that song came out. That's what was happening. I'd, like, you know, look can- over, and Dawson's <laughs> just like,
3: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Anyways, like, continue,
1: exactly. continue.
3: So he ends up ditching his friends, which I guess he was with, like, a group of, like, 20 guys. And we had met, like, ran into him when he was with, like, three. But ditches them, too. Hangs out with just us three girls the rest of the night. And is, like, literally, it's as if it's, like, the best first date ever. The next day, is texting me all morning. Like, I don't... What did he... I don't even, I haven't looked at the text in a while because this ends with Instagram DMs, but, um, saying like, I thought it was going to be like, you never. we never heard from him again. Wanted to meet up the next day. Ends up like texting me all day to like coordinate. Meets up with us again. Ditches all of his friends again. Is literally like singing in sync with us watching Ariana Grande. Fabulous weekend. Love it. He lives in San Francisco. So like, naturally story of my life not geographically desirable but mm-hmm. san francisco is not that far and i am a youtuber that doesn't have a strict schedule at all so it's right. like a 45 minute flight he texts me every day afterwards being like oh my god i come to la all the time let me take you out i want to take you dinner but he is pursuing this i am not the one that's like oh my god he had a very douchey name and i had a friend that yelled at me as soon as she found out she goes Really? That's his name? And you're going to hang out with him? I was like, but, like, ask Jocelyn. She met him. He seems great. Right. Well, (laughs) after, like, a week or two of texting me every day, then the conversations start just getting, like, not even shorter. It's like, he would text me, and I'd respond, and then he just, like, wouldn't respond. But he also had his uh, red receipts on,
2: which... Mm, I hate those. You're a sociopath. But
3: um, then... He would just not read them for five days. And when we had met him, I was vlogging the whole weekend, which he knew because obviously the camera was out and he's in, not like heavily in it, but obviously I was going to take advantage of the fact that we have pictures and stuff together. So if he was okay with it, it wasn't like a creepy, like, oh my God, I met my dream boy. It was like, I met a guy at Coachella and he's in some of the montages and we like describe how it happened. Right. Very, very innocent. He responded to the video at one point, like, he thought it was all great, loved it. He starts, like, spacing out these, like, one, it's not even, like, an actual conversation. It's, like, a uh, one-sentence exchange to, like, five days, a week at a time, and then is surprised when I'm, like, okay, I don't, like, why are you even, like, I don't want to do this. Stop talking to me. Right,
1: right. I feel like li- I, you have to know, too, Lily's like really, really straightforward. Like one time she was kind of she thought dating this guy and like she just straight up texted him and was like, so do you never kiss person on like a person on the first, second or third date? Or like, is that how you date? He was Canadian. She's like, is that how you date in Canada? Or is that just like what what's going on? So well, she has no problem being like very straightforward.
2: I love that. That's that's the Aries in it's her. It's
1: amazing. Basically,
3: this goes back and forth several times. And then he like would randomly... And I, like, told him off. And we had, like, a not pleasant last conversation. Right. Months go by. And me and Jocelyn are in um, London. No, we're in Paris for something. And he responds to one of my stories because we're wearing something weird. And he's like, what's going on here? And I'm like, what? Why are you contacting me? Like, No. And I was like, "Uh, new phone, who dis? But it was Instagram DMs. And he... Said something back, and it was basically like, Ooh, why so harsh? And then I just sent back a flipping off emoji. <laughs> and then he goes, Hope you're kidding. I'd say, I'd say somewhere in the middle. And he goes, That's unfortunate. I said, So was being ignored. And he goes, I didn't mean to blow you off. Seriously, I just live a busy life and I'm juggling a lot of shit right now. TBH. I wouldn't take it personally. We have a good time together. Wink. And I'm like, ew. he's also this is literally the month that me and Jocelyn launched a company. I have also had like chronic back pain that I was dealing with that I've been bi- posting a lot about that he was very aware of all of this work stuff going on. Our old company had gone bankrupt. Literally, he's like, I have a very busy life. I'm like, I'm literally o- on a work trip in Paris right now. Fuck off. Like, no, yeah. you're the one reaching out to me. Like
2: he sounds married.
3: So and that's what we assumed. It's like he had some other kind of situation that he was like, oh, crap, I can't talk to her anymore. So Mm -hmm. uh, I said, yeah, same, which is why I don't have time for someone who clearly doesn't give a shit. And then I just did a piece. And he goes, yikes, harsh. Okay, so long, I guess. And then at this point, I like was so just I didn't care at all. And I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, he's such a douche. And does he really think he's going to come out of the woodwork after like months and just be like, what do you mean? (laughs) So I was like, dude, you blatantly ignored me for most recently weeks when I reached out. So uh, being busy doesn't really uh, being busy doesn't excuse you being inconsiderate. And he goes, I understand and agree with you. It wasn't my intention to be a dick. <laughs> and I said, well, we're way past that. But since you bring it up out of curiosity, what's the intention behind randomly sending two to three messages a month boredom? Because, again, he's initiating these conversations. And right. then I would respond right. and then he would just stop. So he goes no, I'm not bored. Maybe because I thought we were friends. I don't know. I guess I won't. I said, again, my friends don't say hi and then not respond for weeks and then use the excuse they're busy. Goes on a little longer. And then he finally goes, this is the ultimate. I'm like, I've never had someone say, like, I almost am impressed by what a she is. <laughs> he goes, I really don't know what to say to you. I wasn't quite sure what I wanted and still don't. I had some shit I needed to sort out. You probably had a girlfriend. Sorry for blowing you off. Was kind of hoping we could keep it chill till next Coachella. (laughs) But does it look like you're into that?
1: No, no. I read
3: that. I was like, with it, with it, with uh, (laughs) it. I was like you're That's joking so who do you, does that normally work for you do you have like music uh, festival girls that you're like hey i'll just text her hey once a month to so just like keep her on the line until a year later that <laughs> is
2: absurd
1: but i oh, feel it, like it, it it's continues. not continues <laughs> I feel like it's not over. The worst it's, part has not could it even continue?
0: happened. How continue? Okay, Just continue.
1: Prepare yourself.
3: So again, when we had met him, he was very aware that I like I I don't have like uh, like millions of followers, and I'm right. definitely not like your standard like I'm an influencer. Like it kind of all happened by accident, right? Taking advantage of it now, but whatever. He knew from day one, so and he didn't seem like he was someone that was like trying to like and I don't no one ever uses me for followers because that's not something mm-hmm. they're really gonna get from me so then that's june twenty nineteen October I get a message from him, but a few months before this, someone had brought it up and I had read them these messages and I went to his profile and I clicked on a new uh like handle that was in his uh just like his Instagram bio. Don't remember what it was called. Don't want people to look it up. Please don't look it up. Anyone, if you're listening or watching, please leave them alone because I don't want to to deal with it. But it's a new company he has started. I click on the company and you know how you can see it's like follow back if they're following you. So not only is he following me still after we've had like multiple like arguments, but his new company is also following me. And I'm like, Oh, that's kind of weird, but whatever. Guess maybe he thought that it would help his. I don't know. October rolls around. Hey, Lily. Hope all is well. I have something I want you to try out. What's your address? Literally, my last thing from him is him saying, "Keep it chill till next Coachella," that I never <laughs> responded to. And he's like, "Hey, I want to send you something," and then I didn't respond. So that's October twenty eighth, November third. He goes. Turns out it's really hard to send something when you don't have an address to send to. I found that out recently. To which I responded, I'd assume it's pretty hard to send something to someone who doesn't want it as well.
2: <laughs> and he goes, oh my God, that's good.
3: Why so harsh? Did I wrong you somehow? <laughs> and I'm He's like, a sociopath. I'm like, okay, sir, I feel like up. I
2: know this guy.
3: Like, <laughs> you might. Uh and then as if that and that I didn't I was like you are you kidding literally scroll up yes like uh, I can't even handle you June 6th this year hey are you still in socal are you kidding <laughs> you
1: really think like oh yeah wanna hang out like what no Lil, like I feel as though you left out the most important part which is like Callum. I think he wanted you to do like promote his product oh Oh, well
3: that was well i mean obviously but that was the whole thing is like i am like was this whole thing this like long game of him trying to get it's like because he would have uh, by the time he had like launched the new thing he would have already been doing it at coachella so it was like oh this girl has some followers she can help me
2: Right. And like, how do you know when you're going up to someone who's waiting for the bathroom that they have followers? Like, how calculated was this whole thing? Well,
3: But he found out very, very quickly. Like, I I would say within the first 30 minutes, because it's like, oh, well, what do you do? And then I'm literally like there with my like multiple cameras around me, too, and stuff. So. Right. So I don't know. I, I think that that would have been a little calculated to have him be like trying to seek out people but also it is worth noting that he did not have vip and he was sneaking into the vip section every time he was in there we still to this day don't know how he did it because he was getting in faster than we were but he was an interesting character for sure he seems
2: like the worst
3: he is the worst i just never i the fact that he literally keep it chill till next coachella as if that was like a very valid (laughs) like yeah, like I thought we would
1: just hang out next. But here's no. the thing. I guarantee you, no. I was there. He was very like fun and he was really cool to hang out with. Totally oh, and also good the, reason, very the reason we didn't we didn't so think I- he had
3: a girlfriend because he posted a picture of me me and him on his Instagram. Huh? Yeah. Like during Coachella. And it was like, he was so, he seemed so into it. Like I was always very like, I don't let know. And then it was like. Okay, I
2: guess, cool. And oh then, oh my god, he Moral well- of the story. Don't meet people at music festivals <laughs> unless and you're at- being set up by friends. Because Well, it was so
3: weird because out. that is so not something that happens to me. And it was just like, did that really happen? Like, and it was so like, oh, you seem lonely or like sad, but or fun but lonely. And I'm like, what is this a movie? But then it turned <laughs> into right, like. Right.
0: Yes, but but I'm the punchline of
3: the movie.
1: For sure, I think um, it works for him. He seemed like he... Like, there's a lot of girls out there who would be like sure, I'll be your Lollapalooza girl. I'll be your whatever festival girl or whatever. He wasn't that hot though.
2: It's like, it's like hoes in different area codes, but like girls in different festivals.
1: Exactly.
3: Clearly it just, it really, I've never had someone be so blatantly a douche, just really, he's very upfront about it and doesn't
1: seem to think there's anything wrong with it. What and an I feel like this story is not over. Like, there's high chances based on his texting history that he will reach out again. And I, I mean, want it sure up to in will.
2: June. For sure he will.
1: And and the not responding, you know it's killing
2: him. Oh, <laughs> definitely. Oh,
3: my gosh. Do One you of even the things I, him back? I still follow him and I'll, like, like, accidentally, like, his story will start playing and I'll usually, like, swipe off. <laughs> but he deleted the picture of us. Oh, Savage. I'm like, oh I gosh. didn't, but he untagged himself from my picture. Interesting. What an
2: idiot.
1: Well, <sighs> Lindsay, it's time for us to move on to the final segment of the show. Um, it's very exciting. It's called Share Well. Are you ready?
2: I am so ready.
1: Let's do it. So long, Share Well. I hate us so much more now. Okay, so in the final segment of the show, we like to leave things on a good note, and say farewell sharing something. We know it's like the most annoying name of all time. But um, anything that's brought you joy this week, it could literally be like a puppy you saw or like world peace, which isn't happening, but it can be something small or big. So Lil, do you want to kick us off? I kind of want to share what we were talking about before we started. Which is go. Um,
3: well, I've been in the deepest um, Jeffrey Epstein wormhole and um. Um, more recently Ghislaine Maxwell. Well, imagine you're sitting on a couch at 3 a.m. looking at every Ghislaine Maxwell YouTube video that is getting recommended to you and you see one about her having some friend slash confidant that is revealing new information and you click on it and you're like, She looks familiar and you realize that you went on a brand trip with her two years ago in Puerto Rico and have literal footage of her being next to you and all these pictures. And I'm like, that's Laura. And then all of a sudden her lower third came up and it says Laura. And it just my brain has been exploding ever since.
2: Oh, my God. Did you reach out to her and ask her for all the details?
1: absolutely not i was on to give a little
2: context one i don't think she knows Gillian
3: maxwell two uh there's (laughs) several interviews she's reached out to a lot of tabloids specifically uh pierce morgan really ripped her apart (laughs) um she i don't think knows anything so she's just
2: doing this for publicity. she's
3: been involved in quite a bit of illegal activity come to find and she oh, just also was a freelance journalist that happened to go on the same trip with us, and oh, I know she was memorable because I literally saw her face and then saw the name, and I was like,
2: <sighs> and
3: it we'll was her
1: s- we'll send you some links after
2: <laughs> please do, please do
1: um what about you, Lindsay? What's brought you joy this week?
2: So actually, my friends um my I got to see my best friend and her husband, and they like outside in a safe social distancing way, and they brought cards, playing cards, and they taught my boyfriend and I the best card game. What of all Dude's time? Help. I think it's called like three thirteen or three. Like I don't know. What it's called. Honestly, I don't know the name. Um, it's the name is a couple different numbers with that with threes in them. But, oh yeah, maybe it's zero three thirteen 13 or whatever. It doesn't matter because it's the most fun game ever. It's hard to explain it, but um, to give you a condensed version, it's like you start with threes and you go up to king and three acts as like a zero with the cards. And you have to, whoever gets like zero, like you have to get the lowest score. You're dealt a few cards and you have to get the lowest score every time. The point is that I wasn't. (laughs) I started my first round of this game. I won, and I was like on cloud nine. Second round, lost horribly. Ever since then, please knock on wood for me. I've won every time. So we love. Yeah. We love a game where we
1: win. Exactly. What's up for grab? Right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Were Mm -hmm. you guys playing for anything, or just like the honor of winning? No, but maybe we
2: should up the stakes.
1: I think you should. Go there go there. Mm -hmm. I'm also going to need you to send us some
3: kind of like formal rule set because as (laughs) great as that explanation was, I don't know. I know. I know. It
2: took me like 10 explanations to really understand it, but I'm going to send it to you after this. Is
3: it just two people required? You can
2: play with two people or more. Yeah.
3: Interesting. Not not alone.
2: (laughs) It's not solitaire. (laughs) You can play alone. I don't really know how it works but I'm sure it could work.
1: Um, I'm terrible at cards. I'm terrible at anything with guidelines and rules. I'm just like, this feels Games. right. Can we just play for fun? Um, right. No, mine is like, feels a lot less important now after hearing both of yours. But <laughs> yesterday, I know you're a food person too. And I know actually Love. you and Lily have similar eating habits because you don't oh, like Oh, are balance. you a five-year-old too?
2: Five-year-old eating. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Cheers. My <laughs> So yesterday was National Chicken Wing Day as we're filming this. Mm. It's July 30th. So July 29th is National Chicken Wing Day, which is like a huge holiday for for all of us, maybe you as well. Um, And I have just discovered for the first time the ranch at Wingstop specifically Mm. is actually the best condiment I've ever sampled in my entire life. Quote me on that. Um, there's something about like salad dressings made at restaurants that I love. Right. But I find it really hard at fast food restaurants to get like a solid mm. condiment. Right. And this ranch is so worth your time. So worth your energy and dipping a wing into it just mm-hmm. makes it that more pleasurable. It's the well, little so, things people. But I have a question because I
3: personally, I'm not a big ranch fan, but like mm. ketchup, I, unless they're going to somewhere healthy where it's going to be like organic ketchup or like <laughs> no sugar added. I feel like it's pretty much monopolized that it's either Heinz or Hunts. And I claim to be able to know the difference, but I can't.
1: Does ranch differ a lot from place to place? Definitely. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know because I don't eat it.
2: I didn't realize that about ranch either. Every time I've had ranch, no matter where I am, it it's tastes the same to me. It's such
1: a distinct taste. Mm-hmm. So the thing I like about this ranch, it's definitely homemade. It is not from a container. Um there was like a little essence of herb to it, which I loved, and the other sweet surprise was that like it was it, it was actually weed ranch and Goslin just <laughs> accidentally got it. Feeling the effects of it. Um, it wasn't super thick, which I ended up mm. liking. It was more like a ranch soup. So you could really get a lot, like a, a big amount, a large dollop of you know, it I, onto I, the way. I
2: think you lost me at ranch soup. Same. Um, now <laughs> Same. I'm a little disturbed by the ranch, but I'm very happy that I brought you joy
1: this week. It did. It did. Um, I'm now just looking for like the blue cheese counterpart, and I feel like my life will be totally complete. Nothing else to do. Oh, Nothing cheese. else there to look for. Um there well, Lindsay. Go. Thank you so much for coming on our show. And for people who have not heard of you, who are living under a rock, who do not care about relationships, and they should, where can people find you? Because you also have like 75 million Instagram accounts. Oh,
2: too many. It's a lot. You can follow me um, at, we Met at Acme. You can find my podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts, we Met at Acme. And you can follow my personal Instagram, which is just L I N D Z M E T Z, or my food Instagram, which is don't expect salads, which Lily, you need to check out because you
3: absolutely. Also, I have a question once the world hopefully eventually opens back up and we come to New York, will you take us to Acme?
2: Obviously, (laughs) we will roll into Acme VIP.
3: Oh. Love it! Yes, I'm excited, and then I will meet my future husband.
1: Oh my gosh! Success story. Um, We also I will, and then we'll get married on your podcast. Yeah, (laughs) no,
2: but Lily, I do some some um, like amateur matchmaking, so I'm going to keep you on the list.
1: Oh my! I'm very available.
2: (laughs) Stay tuned.
1: This is exciting. I know, very exciting. Um, Well, Lindsay, we just have one final thing to tell you um, before you go. We wrap up our show like this every single time. And it's just creepier and creepier since we're not in the same studio. But one, two, three. Thank Thank you you for for sharing. sharing. I don't like to do it as much with people we
3: haven't met in real life because it doesn't. It's not funny. It just it's feels just a, little you know? yeah, feel like it. a little culty, you know I it. It always like feels two...
2: culty, but no, it was probably, It was like the two twin girls in the shining like driving around. It's funny you mentioned that because it's not the first time we've had that <laughs> reference. <laughs>